सुखम त्रिदानीम त्रिविधम श्रृण में भरत अर्षभ भगवान टेल्स अर्जुन दर आर दिस थ्री टाइप्स ऑफ हैप्पीनेस सात्विक राजसिक एंड तामसिक विच इज विच इज एक्सपीरियंस बिकॉज ऑफ द कंडीशंस ऑफ द माइंड द माइंड बिकमिंग मोर एंड मोर सात्विक one experiences satvik joy which destroys all unhappiness when one the, when the mind is rajasik disturbed then one experiences rajasik happiness and when the mind is in tamogun one experiences tamasik happiness but uh, as a seeker one should try to go from tamasik to rajasik from rajasik to satvik and in the state of meditation one transcends the mind and one experiences the bliss of one's own self and that bliss of the self alone was reflected in the mind it gets reflected in the mind in whatever experiences of joy we have it is only the reflections of our reflection of our own self so after uh, describing in detail the three types of karma three types of karta three types of uh, uh, buddhi and dhriti and sukha bhagwan now tells us that there is no one in this world in the whole cosmos who is free of these three gunas free means one who has got the body one who is identified with the body the body is made up of these three gunas and we can become free of this by following the method which is given in the scriptures so by step by step if we follow this path we can become free of this bondage of this body or we can become free of these three gunas so how one can become free that uh, whole process of st- the method bhagwan now reveals from the following verses verse number 41 brahmana kshatriya visham shudranan cha parantapa karmani pravibhaktani स्वभाव ब्राह्मण क्षत्रिय विशाम शूद्राणच परुण हाँ भगवान हैज क्लासिफाइड ऑल ह्यूमन बीइंग और अवर स्क्रिप्चर्स हैव classified uh, human beings in four main uh, what we call groups and this classification is based on the gunas in the fourth chapter also we saw that this uh, chatur varnam maya shrishtam guna karma vibhag yo based on the gunas and karma the human uh, beings are classified into four main groups 
just as we have blood groups and all. Uh, it's uh, quite natural. We can't go and fight with the doctor, oh, I don't want A plus, I want uh, something else, B positive. It is what we are born with. Similarly, each one of us, we are born with a certain combination, proportion of these gunas, basically. It keeps on fluctuating during our lifetime, but we, are, we have certain tendencies which, are, which can be said more sattvic, more rajasic, more tamasic. And based on the proportion of these gunas, there is this broad classification of humans as Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya and Shudra. And this is not uh, only for uh, Hindus or Indians, but this is for all humanity. Whether we call it Brahman or whether we just name it as A, B, C, it doesn't matter. But this is because of these three gunas. And if somebody is free from these three gunas, they can be free of this fourfold classification. But as Bhagavan says, there is no one who is free of these three gunas. So this uh, broad classification is, uh, is there. Therefore, it is something natural. Of course, the, the, if we analyze ourselves, we will find that uh, always there, is, there might be some mixture of this, uh, all these four varnas, they are called, in uh, each one of us. The proportion may differ. Proportion of the varnas may also differ. Proportion of the gunas differ naturally, but proportion of the varnas also may differ. There may not be a perfectly 100% Brahman. Uh, similarly, 100% Kshatriya may not be there. So one may have a combination of these four in the modern times. In modern times, because of whatever reasons, uh, there might be a mixture of all these uh, different varnas in each one of us. So some portion, some proportion of Brahmana will be there in me, some portion of Kshatriya and Vaishya and Shudra will be there. So Bhagavan says, hey Parantapaho Arjuna, that all the karmas, our karmas means our swabhavik karma, our natural actions are based on our varna, our natural action, our natural tendency, the way we respond to the world, the way we respond to ourselves, the way we respond to God depends on our natural tendencies, swabhav. Bhagavan says, swabhava prabhavaihi gunaihi. By our swabhav, which is our, our impressions which we carry from our past lives, which are also based on the three gunas, based on that, born from these impressions are this, uh, the threefold gunas, the sattvic, rajasic, tamasic, and based on that, are our karma classified as uh, karma of a Brahman, karma of a Kshatriya. So this is a very interesting uh, point which one has to understand. 
because this is the very basis of karma yoga karma yoga is to first find out exactly what is my swabhav and should be able to express that swabhav uh, spiritually intelligently and that will lead us to our freedom this is not to say that one is good or one is bad this is this is whatever if in the society that good and bad has come later on as a defect of the society but uh, it is not to classify and condemn people but just to make us uh, understand our own nature and move accordingly because here bhagwan talks about all four varnas and all of them can utilize their swabhav to attain the supreme goal he is not eliminating any one varna or not uh, preferring one particular varna as capable of attaining but all of us can attain but one has to understand because if we if we act according to our swabhav our nature then the mind can become more uh, effectively more pure and and calm if we go against our swabhav the mind becomes more restless and more uh, impure so it is very important that we understand our nature well it is just like uh, just like an instrument also like now the different instruments are the musical instruments are there and guitar is there or sitar is there that the 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 string which is used should be of a particular quality the material which is used the thickness of the uh, string and that all those uh, tension and all should be of a particular quality then only you will get the right type of uh, sound suppose i say no no i am very rich i can afford golden string that alone will not help if you want to play well and bring out good sound then if it requires steel strings then you have to use steel if it requires some copper and all then we have to use copper it is not about uh, cost it is about their tendency about their nature and that only will work similarly each one of us we are like different according to the proportion of these three gunas and the difference even of 1% can be very very uh, very much in um, you must have seen even on computer we have those paint brush and all two three colors are their important main colors if you if you uh, combine these colors you will get different uh, different colors the basic colors if they are mixed you get a different color and even 1% of uh, difference can change the main color similarly we have these basic three colors in us sattvic rajasic and tamasic and combination of this gives rise to whatever color we have color not the color of your skin but color of your personality depends on these three gunas very effectively and if we can understand the nature and use it properly we will be able to transcend these gunas the idea is to transcend the gunas 
so therefore the karmas here we have to understand very well this is a very important topic and which was not uh, elaborated before and bhagwan is taking up here so all our karmas bhagwan says are based on the gunas born from our uh, swabhav and they are classified accordingly and then each uh, varna's karma is also explained then then we have to understand it and express this karma in our life with a proper attitude and that will lead us to our freedom so let us try to understand the swabhavik karma of a brahman 42nd verse shamo damastapashaucham शांतिराजवेव ज्ञान विज्ञानमस्तिक्य ब्रह्मकर्मस्वज शमोदमस्तपशौच शांतिराजवेव च ha ah, this are brahma karma swabhavajam these are the karma the actions of brahmanas which are born from their swabhav from their uh, uh, what you call samskar and from the gunas these are swabhavik karma natural spontaneous actions of a brahmana now if we see this actions you will find that they are really not actions as we understand but according to the scriptures according to bhagwan these are also actions and this we have to comprehend it properly these are some of the values which are indicated here as swabhavik action of brahmanas to to cultivate these values to maintain these values to be totally dedicated to these values themselves becomes the uh, karma of a brahman here bhagwan doesn't say that brahman means he should do some uh, particular job should be a, some pujari or should be some nothing like that he has mentioned only this uh, qualities are mentioned let us first analyze understand these qualities bhagwan says shama ha shama means quietude or calmness of the mind is called shama a one who is satvik by nature brahmana is one who has got satvik quality more predominant pujya gurudev has given a broad uh, percentage of these qualities also like 85% yeah something 85 or maybe 80 80% satvik 15% rajasik and 5% tamasik it's a broad rough uh, percentage but uh, maximum sattva gun then second is rajogun and the last is tamogun such a combination if a person has then it is that person is called a brahman based on the gunas not on the birth not on your surname 
not on your certificate, not on uh, anything else. This is this might be in the world it might be a different uh, criteria. If we go to even in marriages and all they have different criterias. Uh, Brahman ki kanya or these that on the newspaper also sometimes they give. But according to Bhagwan, those who have more of sattva gun, that person might be born in a so-called shudra family also. Doesn't matter. That person might be totally, maybe belonging to some other nation. Maybe belonging to some other uh, totally religion. Doesn't matter. If the person has got more of sattva gun, and sattva gun is the quality of purity we have seen in the 14th chapter. Sattva gun is of purity, of knowledge, of qualities naturally expressed through sattva gun as faith, as vivek, vairagya, forgiveness, compassion, love. All these qualities naturally expressed in the sattvic mind. What does it mean? These qualities are there. They are there uh, potentially in, in each one of us. When the mind becomes sattvic, those qualities start expression. Like uh, spring, season. When the spring comes, automatically the flowers and the, and the beauty of nature which is there, dormant or it is potentially there, starts getting expressed. If no spring, no flowers you see, but when spring comes, suddenly you see wonderful flowers coming out from the same uh, tree or the same ground. How did it come? It was there potentially. What brought it? The spring season. So even uh, these three gunas are like three seasons, you can say, of the mind. So when sattvic season comes, sattvic qualities start emerging automatically from everyone. So those who are predominantly sattvic, they will have these qualities or they will have the tendency to cultivate these qualities. So quietitude of the mind, one will strive and that will be the work. Work will be not outer physical, no doubt. Based on this, outer expression will also be there. And mainly because here Bhagwan also talks about knowledge and wisdom as two important qualities, the outer expression of a Brahmana will be to, to learn and to teach also knowledge. And also to share this calmness, quietitude with the world around. But it is something which one tries to cultivate within. So his work field of a Brahmana is, uh, is his own mind. Something subtler. Uh, and this uh, has to be appreciated. See, even in the world we find some intellectuals or some great scientists and all. Their work is sometimes very subtle. The world may not be able to appreciate it. Sometimes their work involves their thinking itself. Like the great scientist who is there, Stephen Hawkins, who is who has some problem neck down. He is totally 
cannot function, but still his brain is functioning and still he is working and still he is publishing papers. He is still working. If you ask her, what about work you do? He doesn't do anything. You will say, Those are not work. His work is in his mind. Similarly, the Brahmana's work is in purifying and uh, bringing that calmness in the mind. And even if one person becomes pure and calm, it raises the level of calmness of the whole world. Just as one restless person can make everyone restless, similarly one deeply calm person can bring the level of calmness up in the world. So, shamaha, quietitude or calmness of the mind, which comes because of, uh, because of uh, uh, lack of or because of absence of craving, absence of uh, un- unnecessary irrational desires. Because of absence of negative qualities like Kaam, Akrodha, Lobha, Mohamad, Matsar, the mind is, is more and more calm. And whenever the mind is restless, the Brahmana feels that, oh, I have not done my work, let me do my work and again bring my mind back to calmness, back to quietitude. That is his work. That is his job. Outwardly, as an expression in this world, that person might be doing several other work, but the main job is to keep make the mind more and more peaceful and more and more calm. So, shamaha. And second, damaha. Dhamma means control over our senses. Control over expression. See, at times mind might uh, get agitated and some thoughts might come or anger might come and one wants to express it. To control the expression is called dhamma, control of the senses, the organs of action, organs of perception. That's called dhamma, uh, total control over our senses. And that is also a quality or a karma of a brahmana. The Brahmana will try to control his tongue, he will try to control his action, will control his eyes, ears, nose, will not allow them to just wander around uh, aimlessly in the world, will have total control over them. So that is also his work. Damaha. Then Tapaha. Tapa we have seen in the previous chapter also. Tapas in order to what you call tapas means conserving all our energy, physical, emotional, intellectual, spiritual, and directing it towards our spiritual goal. So tapas, like we we control the energy of a of a river also, and 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 direct it towards agriculture or towards irrigation and all. Similarly, the energies of our body, mind, intellect are controlled, conserved and directed towards our higher goal. So that is the main thing of tapas. So the Brahmana will see that all his uh, actions are well under control and uh, it leads him to his higher goal. Then shaucham is cleanliness, purity, outer as well as inner purity. 
purity of the body, about the surrounding, as well as purity of the mind, purity of our, our speech, purity in action. So purity at all levels, because purity, as they say, cleanliness is next to godliness. Purity is very important, so a brahmana will work towards becoming more and more pure. That is his work. Kshanti he, Kshanti means forgiveness. The Brahmana will have that attitude of forgiveness in his heart. Forgiving oneself, forgiving others around. Even if one has done something wrong, something uh, against him, he will have the attitude of forgiveness in his heart. That is the quality of a Brahmana. And we find so many stories are there, even now or in the Puranas also, of several Brahmanas, even after being uh, hurt and tortured, they had that attitude of forgiveness in their heart. In Maharashtra, there was a great saint, Eknath Maharaj, and he had once gone to take bath in the river, and there was some negative person there, and he spat on him. So again went and took bath. Again he came, again he spat. So like that, he did it so several times, but he did not get angry. Finally, that person just prostrated in front of him and said, please forgive me. He says, no problem, because of you I got the opportunity to take bath so many times. Whatever. So that uh, tendency of forgiveness, and this tendency comes because of knowledge. Because when we understand deeply that the cause for our joy and sorrow is ourself. Others are just nimitta. Generally we feel that fellow, because of him I am suffering. But that person is just a nimitta. If that person was not there, some other person would have been there. So, with deep knowledge, deep understanding, attention on the supreme goal, that person has got this sense of forgiveness in his heart. Just like Jesus Christ also when he was being crucified, he prayed to the Lord that, Oh Lord, please forgive them. They know not what they are doing. So, kshanti he... Then arjavam, straightforwardness, whatever is in the, in the understanding, same is there in their emotion, and same comes out as speech, and same comes out as action. There is no crookedness in his personality, his or her, huh? there is no gender, I am just, don't worry about the gender, both. So, arjavam, straightforwardness straightforward person. Uh, the intellect, the mind, the senses, the body, everything in one uh, perfect harmony. Uh, so this is very important. So if, if the Brahmana says something, then he means it and he does it. Nowadays actually we have to have uh, sign on stamp paper and all those things and witnesses and all. But the quality of Brahmana is if he says something, he does it. Then even if he has to give his life for that, he will do it. That's the Arjavam. So straightforwardness. Arjavam. Tenth Jnanam. Knowledge. Acquiring knowledge. 
for receiving knowledge. This is what generally is seen in the world outside that Brahmana interested in gaining knowledge, perceiving to uh, get more and more knowledge. Uh, Here knowledge doesn't mean just uh, knowledge of the world, but knowledge of the scriptures, knowledge of the Shastra. And uh, not just theoretically gaining this knowledge, but trying to experience what is said, make it actual, make it wisdom. So therefore it is said Jnanam and Vidnyanam. Vidnyan means wisdom, actually experiencing what is being understood. That is also a job, a work, an action of a Brahmana. So if he reads something and understands something from Gita, we'll try to uh, experience it also. We'll strive to experience. That is his job. Not uh, out of force, but swabhavik. We'll have the tendency to comprehend and understand. Contemplate, meditate. That is the work. So vidnyanam astikyam. Astikyam is uh, uh, faith. Uh, what you call faith in the presence of that supreme reality. Asti iti bhavana. Astikya means asti iti bhavana. That it is. That astikya, that word has come from asti. Asti means is. It is. He is. He is who? The supreme reality is. That is astikya. One may not have experienced it, but one swabhavik, by nature one knows that it is. God is. That what the scriptures are saying is true. That's astikya bhav it is called. Some people don't have it. And they, even if uh, uh, explanation or reasoning is given, that thing is not there. Then they nastik. Nastik means nasti iti, na asti iti. It is not there. Why? No, just because I am saying it. So astikyam. Brahma karma swabhavajam. This is the swabhavic, natural, spontaneous action of a Brahmana. Natural, spontaneous action of a Brahmana. Now, before we go ahead, as I said, that each one of us. Each one of us have a proportion of all these uh, varnas in us. We have different proportion. So all of us, some proportion of Brahmanatva is there in us. So all of us should strive towards performing this action. This is a very important point. That all of us should strive to perform this action. And how much we strive depends on what percentage of Brahmanatva is there in us. We will strive to make our mind quiet if we have more of uh, Brahmanatva. But if we have more of Shudra in us, then Sanuki. So one sleeps over it. And sleeps for many weeks. So therefore, this uh, one should not feel that no, no, my to Brahman name, This is for all of us. 
I am saying that all of us, we have all these varnas. Only the proportion is different. Therefore, all of us should perform the actions of all the varnas. I am not saying that you go and do some special, Bhagwan doesn't say that you have to chant some Vedas or you should do some ritual. He doesn't talk about it. He doesn't say that Brahmanas should do some rituals or chant Vedas or do some mantras and do Gayatri mantra. Nothing he says. He says Brahman is one who cultivates the values of Shama. And nobody can stop us. Suppose you try to make your mind quiet and peaceful, others will not come here. Brahman ka kaam kyu karte Nobody can say. Because it is something subtler. It is something very subtle. So, we have to perform this action also of a Brahman and of other Varnas also. So, now Bhagavan talks about Kshatriya Varna. Shauryam Tejo Dhritir Daksham Yudhe Chapya Palayanam Dānam Ishvara Bhāvascha Kshatra Karma Svabhāvajam Shauryam Tejo Dhritir Daksham Yudhe Chapya Palayanam Kshatra, Kshatra means Kshatriya Kshatra karma swabhavajam. This is a swabhavic, natural, spontaneous inclination, action of a kshatriya. And you find all over the world, people will have this quality in whatever proportion, measure. If we are more of a rajogun and sattvagun, then this will be more. So, pure sattva gun makes us uh, follow the brahmana karma, more of sattva gun, but uh, sattva gun and then rajogun also a little bit mixed in it, then one becomes a kshatriya. Hmm. So, this will be a swabhavik karma. What is that? Shauryam. Shaurya means prowess or uh, shurata, bravery, prowess will be a natural tendency of a Kshatriya. And it is his karma to be brave. Brave means what? Courageous. To face, ready to face different challenges, ready to face changes. See, only a person who is brave will like to, will be ready to face change also. And change is part of this world, part of life. Only a Shudra will resist change and will not be able to face change because it doesn't want to change. Just want to lie down at one place, like the third law of motion, I think. I don't know which law of motion. A body in motion or body at rest remains at rest till it is acted upon by some external force. Third law? First law? Very good. So that is the, uh, the tamasic uh, vritti, 
the body, you know, lying down at one place, doesn't move. At home, he's watching television, pair upar karke, doesn't move. The wife comes, she wants to clean the place, and she herself has to lift both the legs of his <laughs> and clean below it, and then place it. If it is placed here and there, that fellow moves them. That, that's angry. Then it has to be placed exactly at the same spot, which has become a little dirty and oily because of his leg. So, that is the tamasic tendency. Doesn't want to change or doesn't want to face change. But a rajas, a kshatriya person is one who is courageous. And courage alone has made human beings progress even in the outer world. And even on the path of spirituality, one requires that courage to move, move ahead with life. Because so many challenges come in the internal as well as external world, one should have that shurata, that courage to face it. And that is there in a kshatriya, a natural tendency. Therefore, in, in wars or in the difficult situation in life, it is the Kshatriya tendency which is ready to face it, face all challenges and move ahead. So Shaurya it is called. This is a natural karma of a Kshatriya. Therefore, a person with Kshatriya, these are all like leadership qualities also. A Kshatriya is, becomes a good leader of humanity. Can be, be a good king, can be a good... Uh, a politician can be a good statesman. So, Kshatriya can be a good, uh, what do you call, uh, even a uh, CEO or in any field. So, this person may be working in any field in the present times. But if he has got this qualities natural, then he is a Kshatriya. That quality is Kshatriya. Shauryam. Then Tejaha. Teja is Splendor, uh, 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 what you call a shine, hmm? uh, I don't know, splendor, tej. It comes because of his confidence. It comes because of one's uh, understanding, knowledge, that uh, the tej is there. Just looking at that person, one knows that he is filled with confidence and power. Like we see some animals also show this tendency of Kshatriya, like a lion or a tiger. Tiger, when he moves, there is Tej. Tiger doesn't move, it's a bigi villi ki tarah nahi chalta. This is, uh, there's a Tej in his, it's called Tej. Other animals and all, they are quite scared then. If tiger is moving, all of them stand in attention. From them only, I think, human beings have learned about attention. The, the deers, the this, that, everyone is totally in attention. If they hear the roar of a tiger, they stop their all their work and they are in attention. So that is Tej. So that is also a quality of a Kshatriya. And through this stage only, that person expresses and works in this world also. Then dhritihi, dhairya, perseverance, firmness, fortitude. That's called dhriti. 
means once he decides something, he is very firm about it, will not move away from his path of righteousness. Kshatriya is also righteous because he has got this uh, quality of uh, Sattvagun also in him. So will be firm, will not deter from his path. Whatever be the obstacle, whatever be the condition, will remain firm. So if that person takes up a particular job or decides to uh, rule the country or protect someone, will be very firm. So this very wonderful quality, dhratihi. Then daksham, daksham means dakshata, dakshata means alertness, dexterity, alertness. The kshatriya is always alert, always ready, ready even to face sudden changes or sudden situation, will not get disturbed, will not get uh, what you call uh, totally overwhelmed by situation. Whatever be the, even new situation comes, Kshatriya will be very calm, peaceful and will face that situation uh, very intelligently. That's called Dakshata, alertness. Not that Pata bhi nahi hai, visa nahi. Very Daksha. See, some of these qualities you will find in the, even in Bharat, he was a Kshatriya. Again, he had Brahman quality also in him, but he was Kshatriya also, very alert. He was taking care of Bhagwan's kingdom when he had gone to the forest. And then he saw one unidentified flying object passing by, huge mountain and all. So he shot an arrow and Hanumanji came down. And then he realized that, oh, he is doing Bhagwan's work. Then he said, okay, I will send you. You sit on my arrow, I will send you to your destination. He says, no, I will go. Thank you so much. But he was alert. He was not sleeping. Even at night, he, was, he knew what is happening. So, Dakshata is also quality of a Kshatriya, a quality of a leader. See, this actually, this should be, uh, this shloka should be written in our parliament and all it. And they should by heart and try to follow this. It is, it is, it is very important. Just, as I said, the work which we are doing may not be in line with these tendencies. What I mean is that all politicians may not have these qualities. But those who have these qualities are the leaders. They are the real leaders. They might be in any field. They might be just a householder. They might be a, some teacher somewhere. Or maybe in the field of business or politics or wherever. They are the leaders. They are the ones who are really protecting and bringing about positive change in the society. Even in the field of uh, spirituality, you will find that unless this quality is there, that leadership cannot come. Even Shankaracharya ji, Brahmana, but he had lot of the Kshatriya quality also. Therefore, he could establish several, several mathas all over our country and propagate this knowledge of the scriptures in the world. 
is also kshatriya our puja gurudev he was brahmana but also kshatriya quality leadership quality so daksham then yuddhecha ap api apalayanam and even in a battlefield not to run away from the battlefield not fleeing from the battle yuddhe api cha apalayanam means battle is not one is battle war but another is difficult situation they will not run away from it they will remain there even if death comes they will accept it happily but will not run so yuddha the most difficult condition also fearlessly they will face it you find in mahabharata there was this uh, even more brave and more powerful than even arjuna was his son abhimanyu terrific courage and all these qualities he was very powerful he entered the chakra view and fought with those all those uh, enemies but then they surrounded him and they killed him against the rules of the war from behind they shot him which is totally against the rule piche se war kiya uske upar all this karna and all people but he was quite brave and powerful yuddhe apicha apalayanam then danam akshatriya good kshatriya by nature is very generous wants to share with the world whatever wealth and whatever property everything wants to share with the world he is the real kshatriya and real kshatriya alone can be real good statesmen good rulers of a country good rulers of any any field even in business field also we require kshatriyas they are the good rulers of the business world also so yuddhecha api apalayanam not running away from difficult situations and danam ha uh, sharing whatever one has with the world around they are not kanjus they are dildar great heart and they are willing to give everything and we find in the stories also king and even sometimes they the teacher comes or someone comes they just give away everything or you sometimes you find in movies and all the king is so happy he removes his garland or some moti ki mala and he gives it manthara brings some good news and kai kai immediately removes the mala and puts it on her back out of joy that's kshatriya guna so danam ishwara bhav ishwara bhav means lordliness this also very interesting quality of kshatriya that even when he is not doing outwardly anything there is that lordliness is there that 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 uh, ishwara bhav that being a king of the whole situation that even when the lion or tiger is just sitting quietly he is a lord similarly kshatriya even if when he is just sitting quietly is the lord master of situation and these are all our qualities actually all of us have to strive to cultivate them 
We have to become master of situation, master of our senses, master of our mind. Lordliness should be there, not just meekness and uselessness. That the very presence of that person makes everyone do their work, make everyone function. Just a mere presence. Just as in some company and all, one person went to meet the boss and they said, the boss nahi hai. Meeting mein chale gaye hai. But he stayed there. And boss was hiding in his cabin. Then he came out. He said, why didn't you go? He said, I knew you were there. He said, how did you know? He said, everyone was working very, very sincerely. Nobody was taking coffee break unnecessarily. So I knew you must be there. So that is called lordliness. Ishvara bhav. Kshatra karma swabhavajam. This is the swabhavik karma of a kshatriya. So both the Brahman karma and the kshatriya karma are very subtle at the level of our mind. And that gives rise to that personality and through that personality, then that person expresses in the world. But his work is inside. Work is not outside. Work is within. See, like even uh, even our mobile or other machines and all the real work happens within, not outside. Outside you might press one uh, key or here, there. But the real work happens inside. If some gadbad is there inside, you can't do anything. The work, actual work is happening inside. Even computer and all, inside all those machines, they all of them are working. Even in our body, it is not the work happening outside. The whole body is functioning inside. Each and every organ is doing their, silently they are doing their work. Similarly, we feel that work we do physically, hath se, pair se, nahi. Work is done with our mind, with our heart, with our personality. A very presence of the person makes things happen. And that is what the Brahmana, Nakshatriya does. But with Vaishya and Shudra, it is more of grosser work then. Outer work also happens. So we have to do most of our work at the level of our mind, at the level of our intellect. And then also we have to express in our world outside. So that is very important. So now Bhagavan tells us the Swabhavik Karma of a Vaishya and also of a Shudra. Krishi Gaurakshavanijam Vaishya karma svabhavajam Paricharyatmakam karma Shudrasyapi svabhavajam Krishi gaurakshavanijam Vaishya karma svabhavajam Swabhavik karma of a Vaishya. Vaishya karma swabhavajam. Threefold karma here Bhagavan mentioned. Krishi, Gauraksha and Vanijam. Krishi means farming. 
फार्मिंग गौरक्ष प्रोटेक्टिंग द काउज एंड वाणिज्य वाणिज्य मीन्स व्यापार बाइंग एंड सेलिंग ट्रांजेक्शन दिस आर जस्ट वट कॉल हिंटिंग द वर्क ऑफ अक्षत्रिय सो फर्स्ट इज कृषि सी अ फार्मर ही ही टील्स द the soil and all and brings out the crop it is like from the resources from the natural resources to create uh, produce uh, consumable goods as puja gurudev would put it so from natural resources to create consumable goods is it is what is implied by the term krishi so uh, uh, a vaishya is one who is a creator a producer not of a film but he produces things from the available resources that's also that's the vaishya tendency vaishya tendency is to create some something which can be sold which can be purchased which can benefit people this vaishya if he is there in the politics he will create there also some opportunity by which he can buy and sell he can sometimes buy other politicians also that's also a vaishya tendency to create a situation by which they can buy and sell if nothing is there then they buy and sell the country also that is also that uh, vaishya tendency along with the shudra mentality and devoid of uh, kshatriya and brahmana qualities makes a person do all sorts of negative thing because the tendencies see now again to go back this brahmana kshatriya and all qualities are then natural but when they get uh, uh, adulterated with uh, with tamogun or with some negative ideas and all they then get misused also the 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 kshatriya qualities might lead a person to become a dictator also might lead a person to become arrogant and may become uh, uh, someone who exploits the world also similarly a vaishya positively used is for the benefit of the world but that person because of some faulty understanding and tendencies can utilize this natural one's tendency for the destruction of the world also so this is very beautiful actually one has to contemplate and comprehend it in the positive proper way so krishi is to produce wealth from the natural uh, resources natural situation or natural uh, environment to produce something and gau in the good old days cows and all the other animals and all were like wealth gau raksha means protecting the wealth is also part of the kshatriya i mean vaishya tendency protecting wealth keeping it in the bank uh, saving it or protecting the resources uh, sustainable development nowadays what we say that also is part of the vaishya tendency the modern uh, what you call uh, corporate world also should learn from this 
that it is not just creating wealth and destroying the whole earth, but also protecting the wealth of the earth. It's also part of the business world. It is their job. It is their work to fulfill their corporate social responsibilities. Yes, that's the word. I just got it recently. Corporate social responsibilities they should fulfill. And it's uh, and people are becoming aware, actually. More and more the corporate world is becoming aware of their responsibilities. And that is what we mean by Gauraksha. One meaning is that we should protect the cows. People keep on releasing cows on the main road, actually. Till they give milk, they keep it at their uh, place, and then they just... They, they send the cow away. And cow waits on the intersection or on the road, shiving the curd or whatever, and watching the traffic move. <laughs> it's very interesting to watch cows. They're very peaceful and nice. Traffic is moving with full speed, but they don't bother. They will just observe. But always they are working on their achieving their curd. Anyway, that is a different topic. But what I am saying is that Gauraksha, protecting cows is protecting wealth. Wealth of the country, wealth of their family, wealth of the society. Wealth doesn't mean only outer physical wealth. Wealth can be subtle. Wealth can be our inner wealth. So protecting wealth is also the natural tendency or the karma of a Vaishya. And then Vanijya, Vanijya is transaction, lendin, transaction, movement, flow. The wealth which is produced should flow. And that also is a natural work of a Vaishya, should make the money flow. See, the health of a nation depends on how the, how the wealth is flowing. It should flow through each and every member of the nation or the, or the community properly. Just less in our body, the, the body is alive because the, the wealth of the body, the power of the body, the energy of the body, that is blood, is flowing everywhere properly. If there is any place where the blood doesn't flow properly, that, that organ gets destroyed. And if the blood also remains at one place, that organ also gets destroyed. It should keep flowing. So wealth is like blood only. It should keep flowing. If it remains stuck at one place in one family or in one particular community, that can destroy that community also and can destroy others around. So, to make the wealth flow, give and take, buy and sell properly is also the job of a Vaishya and uh, should not allow, means should not just uh, be uh, what partial towards only one thing, but it should flow properly in all respect. It is a general thing I am saying. I don't want to talk of FDI or something. But this is a general thing which we have to then understand and uh, apply it to different fields of our life and our society also. Uh, 
But these are the, because here specific Bhagavan cannot, because this Bhagavad Gita is written for all ages, for a long time to come. So it, the language should be something which is general, which can be understood. It was written 5,000 years ago, but even now we can comprehend it. And future generation will also understand. So the language should be something which can be sustained with time. So Vanijyam, Vaishya Karma, Swabhavajam. This is the Swabhavik Karma of a Vaishya. Then Paricharyatmakam Karma, Shudrasyapi Swabhavajam. Shudra, one who has more of a tamasic, tamasic tendency. Then the second is Rajasic and uh, very little of sattvic, they are called shudra. And all of us, we have this shudra mentality also in us. We have the vaishya also, kshatri also, and brahman also. In our great, uh, our sukta, like purusha sukta and all, the whole uh, cosmic purusha is, uh, is described there, whose head is like brahmana, whose uh, arms are like kshatriya, whose stomach is like the Vaishya and whose feet are like the Shudra. So it is one person only. So even in one person, all these of different proportions are there. So all of us should spend uh, our time in expressing this karma. This is our duty. Previously, Bhagavan talked about Yadnyadana Tapak Karma, but this Yadnyadana Tapak Karma has to be expressed according to our Subhav. Hmm. So it makes it more fine-tuned. So paricharyatmakam, paricharyatmakam means seva of the uh, paricharya, seva, seva karma, shushrusha, seva. Seva means service. Service is the natural swabhavik tendency of a kshudra to serve, to express, to serve physically with speech, to serve the world, to serve that supreme reality, or to serve is the natural tendency of a shudra. Serve means to listen to the ideas of a Brahman, to listen to the ideas of a Kshatriya, to listen to the ideas of a Vaishya, and to implement these ideas. See, as I said, this can be in one, these are all in one person. So we might have great ideas in our mind and we have that great prowess and shaurya of a kshatriya and creativity of a vaishya, but ultimately the outer in the world, if we want expression, it can, be, it can happen only by working. Otherwise it will remain inside only. So that real work is done by the shudra. Shudra is one who implements the great ideas and the personalities of the other varnas gets implemented. So paricharyatmakam of seva. See now if we see this, all these qualities, even in great uh, characters of our Ramayana or Mahabharata, we see this, all these qualities in them. Even in even in Hanumanji, we see in him the Brahmana quality. We see in him the Kshatriya quality, a great leadership quality in Hanumanji. His creativity to face the situation, to create things, to be able to, to manage 
the situation, all this also we see in Anumanji, and actual physical work also he did for Bhagwan. So all these four are there in all of us. There is nothing wrong or nothing bad. We are not trying. Uh, society has not uh, comprehended the the real significance of these four varnas. It was there before, but slowly it got degraded. So we have not comprehended the real significance of these four varnas. And then we ourselves feel ashamed of talking about it. And even others, they talk negatively about it and we say, ha ha, I am not talking about the misunderstandings of this and the negative things happening in the society which should not happen but the real principle behind it is applicable even now whether we like it or don't like it it is applicable and it is helpful for us so I should find out what percentage or forget our percentage I should spend our my time in doing the karmas of all the four varnas. All four varnas should try to quieten my mind, should have that bravery and courage of a kshatriya, should have that creativity and producing wealth from the natural resources and protecting wealth and also serving the world. All these four should be there. Then only we are complete. So after telling the Swabhavik karma of these all four Varnas, Bhagavan now tells us what we should do about it in the next verse. He says, Sve Sve Karmanya Bhirataha Sam Siddham Labhate Naraha भगवान से स्वे स्वे कर्मणि अभिरतः Abhirata means totally uh, involved, engaged in one's own karma according to our swabhav. Sve sve karmani abhirataha. To be totally engaged in our own karma, one can attain samsiddhim. One can attain the, uh, the, the success in one's spiritual life. Sam Siddhim. Yes, Sam Siddhi means first we attain the purity of our mind and that leads to knowledge and ultimately it leads to enlightenment from the spiritual standpoint. And also karma, whatever we do, it will have its outer result. Karma has got outer result and inner result also. Outer result is prosperity and harmony in the world outside. Inner result is peace and happiness and ultimate enlightenment in the world within. So outer prosperity and harmony also if we want, we have to follow this path which is indicated by Bhagwan. So sve sve karmani abhirataha, engage in one's own karma, Bhagwan says, 
a human being can attain his ultimate goal. Svakarma nirata siddhim yatha vindati tachrunu. He says how one can attain this ultimate goal by engaging oneself in one's karma. That you please listen to me. Yatha vindati tachrunu. You listen how one can attain this. Just by fulfilling or our duties itself is not sufficient. It should be done with a particular attitude. That Bhagavan will tell us. Just by performing karma itself doesn't uh, is not the the method, but it has to be performed with a particular attitude. Again, let me tell you that uh, what is said as swabhavik. See, uh, we are born or which is uh, natural is there, this tendency what was said about this, all these four varnas, when they are not taken care of properly, they can become vikrut, they can get uh, distorted. All these tendencies can get distorted. And if they are taken care of properly, then they can become Sanskrit. They can become better. Uh, for example, the qualities of the Kshatriya and all, the, if one neglects them, if one don't take care of them, slowly they get distorted. And a person acts in a negative way. See, even this Mahabharata war, it was fought among Kshatriyas only. Duryodhana was also Kshatriya and Arjuna was also Kshatriya, but Duryodhana was a distorted Kshatriya. Duryodhana, Dushyasan. Similarly, in the world, uh, you find that uh, people have qualities, if they are not properly taken care of, same people become danger to the society. For example, a, a, a thief is there, a robber is there. And a police is there. Hmm? Both of them have similar type of mind actually. Similar type means not that a police is a robber. But both of them have the, the thief has got the mind to steal. And the police has got the mind to understand this fellow's mind. To understand his mind also we require that type of... Uh, that type of, uh, what you call, tendency. If something goes wrong with that police, he can become a robber. If something goes right with the robber, he can become a police. Or some other example. Oh. A terrorist or a, or a gunda in the society. If something proper happens, that person can become a protector of the society. So, Kshatriya gun hai, lekin it is distorted. It has gone wrong. Even, even, uh, uh, what is his name? Uh, Ravan. Ravan was what? By nature he was, in the sense he was born in a Brahman, Brahman kula. Not Rakshasa means don't think that ten heads and he was moving and all. But he was so bright and brilliant and uh, intelligent. He was a Brahman. But he's gone bonkers somewhere. One of his head became defective. 
which one he did not know. Therefore, there are rakshasa. If you ulta karito sakshara. Sakshara means educated. Rakshasa means educated but distorted. All so-called people who are doing all negative things, they are also quite intelligent, very smart. Very smart. But the smartness is is uh, destroying the world. They are not good. They are just smart. So these four varnas, if they are distorted, they can become totally negative and can destroy us and the society. So they have to be, though it is natural, something which is natural also has to be taken care of and one has to put proper samskar. That's what Bhagavan says, that sve sve karmani abhirataha samsiddhim lavate naraha svakarma nirata siddhim yatha vindati tashrunu. So how you can, how you, one should perform this action? What should be the attitude in performing action? How we can make use of what is natural for us in order to gain the ultimate state of enlightenment? That Bhagavan says, I will tell you. And he tells in the following verses, which we will see tomorrow.